And we are back with another episode of Boots the Podcast. And with us this week is Junior Bree Reinuart. Bree, uh, thank you for joining us today. Of course. Thank you for having me. Of course. This will be a good episode. I think we're all excited. I know. I know I'm excited. So it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot of fun. And with your background and everything, I'm excited to get into that as well. Um, so, you know, mid-distance freestyle and a little bit of brushstroke in there. Um, so I know we all kind of learned freestyle as our first stroke, but when did you kind of develop, you know, you're, you're like, you're a really good brushstroker. When did that come to play? Like, when did you realize that brushstroke was a key stroke in your arsenal? For sure. Um, I feel, I feel like freestyle kind of, kind of came in later, but from when I was little, like brushstroke was just my natural stroke. I, I got, like, I feel like when little kids pick up on the kick really early, they end up like being brushstrokers for a really long time. So I'd say like, from when I was about six all the way through college, it was like all brushstroke focus. Yeah. <laughs> so you picked up freestyle a little bit later. Was that like a club in middle school or was that like to your high school years? Uh, it wasn't until high school, my freshman year of high school. Um, we had like the two brushstroke, best brushstrokers in the state on my high school team. They'd come like first and second every year. So we didn't have a freestyler for the relay. So they started just like throwing me in the 50 free. And we realized that I had like a pretty decent sprint on me. So yeah, that, I mean, I mostly just did it in relays throughout high school and only the 50. And then it wasn't until like red and white last year, I think was the second time I've ever done the two free. So that kind of like came into it later, but now that's like probably my best event. <laughs> no, I, that's actually, it's crazy that, you know, it's in our, you know, in our squad meet at the beginning of, you know, last season is when you really found, you know, like, oh, 200 freestyle, I can definitely, uh, do this as far as that goes. I mean, it's it's a fun event. I know Coach Zach says it's his favorite event to watch and coach. I mean, yeah. an exciting eight laps to watch. I don't know about swim, uh, but definitely definitely the watch for sure. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, also speaking of last season, uh, you were an all-academic selection for, for the MAC, for the Mid-American Conference. So obviously you have found a great balance between being, you know, an athlete and also your studies and being a student, what have you found has been most helpful? Like, like managing, like, you know, time management or just uh, getting a good balance of academics and athletics? I think that for me, like the balance comes when I do best in swimming when I'm doing best in school. So I have to get into like a super high functioning energetic mentality. Um, and I think that I'm a pretty energetic person. My only thing is I have to sleep a lot. So for me, it's just scheduling naps, going to bed early. And then I'm like a pretty disorganized thinker. Like I'm not naturally like on a strict schedule. So honestly, living with Becca Pringley has helped because she's super organized. But just learning how to like manage my time or like at least have a plan for the day. And then I usually end up like tackling everything pretty energetically. No, that's awesome. I love, you know, you have scheduled naps and that you go to bed early so when you say early like I know like most college students when I say early they mean like 11 and midnight I'm assuming you mean earlier than that yeah I mean I try to go to bed by like 10 15 10 30 but okay. <laughs> that's all right no I mean it still works as far as that goes it's still pretty I mean better than most so kudos to you as far as that goes uh so you are from Akron right Akron Ohio about 45 minutes south of Cleveland, uh, but I, I know that you also 
how, like your your mother is Jamaican or like how like have, like walk us through like your Jamaican roots. Yeah, so it's it's all my mom's side of the family. Um, my mom grew, like was born in Jamaica. Her parents are from Jamaica, mm-hmm. and she grew up there. And then she went to college in Miami. She swam at like in Florida, um, and then that's where she met my dad. And then I guess they moved to Ohio. <laughs> but yeah, so but we like stayed pretty connected to Jamaica. So growing up, we'd spend like a lot of our summers there, and then Christmas break, we'd always go. I mean, that's, that's awesome. I mean, that's just, that's a cool story, you know, as far as, so do you, you have dual citizenship with both? I do. Yeah. Okay. So I was born in Ohio, but I guess it can go down like one generation from, so since my mom grew up there, I can have a citizenship. That's cool. So do you remember going through that process or were you like really young when like your parents did that for you? No, I was older. So I don't know if this is something we're going to get into later, but I, so I swim for the Jamaican national team and mm-hmm. It was like when I was, my mom kind of told me about it because she swam for the team when she was younger. Um, so she's like telling me about these meets and we realized it was something I could do. So I kind of like got a citizenship in order to do that. And then my, like my sister was kind of dabbled with doing track for Jamaica, she's a runner. So we, like me and my sister, and my brother all just got them together when I was maybe eight or nine. Probably, actually wait now, I was probably like 11. <laughs> Okay, all right. So you know, you were late elementary, early middle school. Yeah. When all that happened, awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, since we're already here, let's talk about that. You know, that national team experience. I mean, yeah. So, like, walk us through. Like, did you have to qualify to make the team? Like, how does that all work with Jamaica? Yeah, it's pretty laid back because it's like a small country. But so it started out. I would do like the winter training camp when we were there. They do like a national team doubles. And since I was missing so much swimming, my mom and my sister was swimming in high school. So it was like an important training. So we would go to that together over Christmas. And then um, when I was 12, I went to my first meet for Jamaica, but it's basically they name the national team every winter. And then the bigger deal is to be like named on the Carifta team for age groupers, which is like this Caribbean meet. Um, so like all these Caribbean islands go and it's over Easter every year. So from 12 to 17, I would do that every year, which was pretty fun. Cool experiences. Like I went all over. I went to the Bahamas, Barbados. We had a few in Jamaica, which was cool. Um, and then as I got older, I went to a few. There's like, so there's like age group meets. So that's like the junior national team. And then there's senior meets, which are like more professional. So that's like any age group. And I've only qualified for two of those ever. But one of them was super cool. It was like... Right before I got to college, I went to the CAC games, which was the Caribbean and Central America games. And it was in Colombia. Super cool. Like our track team was there, which was for Jamaica, they're like the biggest like celebrities in the country. So it was cool to like go to a meet, have an opening ceremony and perform there. But um, I mean, now that I'm like past the age group, unless I make one of those big senior meets, it like so I went to one after my freshman year, but they like now there's basically just the Olympics this summer. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, definitely. You know, hopefully Tokyo 2021 goes off as far as that goes. But no, I mean, that's really cool. You have that, that background from age 12, you know, going through the international cycle. Was there a, a meet that sticks out to you? Like maybe your first meet or some meet you felt like you performed really well at as on the, on the international like cycle? Yeah. So when I first, my first Caripta, which is like the Caribbean age group one, um I like shouldn't have made the team like I was 
it was kind of a stretch. They were just nice to me. I made maybe one B final. Like, it, I wasn't worth it. But it was in Jamaica, so they could take extra people. And then my last crypta was also in Jamaica. So it was like a full circle. And like my grandma went, like all of, a lot of my relatives went and I won the 4IM, which was like such a turnaround for my first um, Carifta. And it's like super cool. Cause when you win something there, they like, they put all the flags up on the podium and play your anthem. So it was so special to like see my grandma be there for that. That's awesome. And winning the 4IM, that is, um... I mean, for me, that's a little, that's a little breaking news update that you won before I am. I just, I've never seen you train I am. So that's just cool that you did that. Yeah. My freshman year I was in two I am, but it's more, honestly, it's like a weakness for the Caribbean. They're all sprinters. So like my 50 free there, whereas here it's like pretty good for them. It's not a big deal. So okay. I was kind of just like <laughs> basing it off the competition. No, that's, I mean, hey, you, you played your cards right. You, you know, won an event at an international meet. I mean, not many people can say that. So that is, uh, that's pretty impressive. Thank you. Of course, of course. So then, you know, so, you know, Akron's kind of home base for you as far as that goes. So, you know, talk about like growing up there and like getting involved in swimming in Akron. I, I assume your, your mother had some input in there as, you know, she swam in college. Yeah. Yeah, me and my siblings were all put in swimming when we were like four. <laughs> um, but yeah, I swim for Firestone Akron swim team, which is like in Akron. We train, so we train at Akron U actually over the summer for long course, and then like a high school for a short course. Um, but yeah, I, I've been like pretty serious about it since I was like, I started doing meets when I was probably five. So since then. <laughs> okay, so that, that was all you did? Like, you, did you play any other sports? No, I was actually really serious about running too. So I was like, I also played like soccer as a kid, but I was horrible. So I quit. Um, yeah, I guess coordination sports are not for me. But through high school, I did. I would do cross country in the fall and then I'd swim in the winter and then I did track in the spring. And it was like, I was so dramatic about this, but I just like didn't know what I would do in college or like if I wanted to any. Mm -hmm. And there's like a song in High School Musical 3 called Scream. And it's mm -hmm. like Bolton, Bolton is trying to choose if he wants to like um, do theater or play basketball in college. And like, I would always sing that. That was my theme song. <laughs> um, but, and like my uh, swim coaches would always tell me like, you can't just swim six months a year and be a serious college swimmer. And so it kind of came down to me having to make a decision. But I ended up, like I started doing, like going through the recruiting process for both swimming and running. Um, but like at the end of the day, my siblings both ran in college and I feel like I just, swimming was so ingrained into my identity. Like I was the swimmer of the family. I went and I didn't want to like lose my friends through Jamaica and like just going to meets, like going to zones, going to state for high school, just really like made swimming so important to me. So it wasn't like, it ended up making sense. I couldn't imagine like going the other way. I mean, that's, that's actually really cool. You went through both the recruiting process for, you know, swimming and for running as far as that goes. Is, was there a big difference there like between recruiting for the sports? I think, I mean, it was interesting because for running, it was like track and cross country because I ran like the mile and like the 800 for track. And then I was like a little bit worse at cross country. So I guess trying to figure out like if I was being recruited for both or like if some schools only have one team like track or cross country. Um, so, I mean, but it was pretty similar overall. Okay. I mean, that, I guess that's fair. As far as <laughs> that's fair. 
So then you said like the zone and state meet, was that what kind of set swimming above running in your mind? I don't, I really think it was just because it was my thing. Like my siblings ran and I don't know, I, I would always like pass out after like running races. So I think mm -hmm. that like having health issues was like another kind of scary factor. Um, and I just realized like if I stopped swimming, I would never see my like friends from the Caribbean again. So that was a big, like that was another big factor for me. I mean, that's, that's fair. I, you know, I know cross country meets that people always seem to barely make it to the finish line. And when they do, it's almost always passing out and, you know, <laughs> so, I mean, from a health standpoint, yeah, it's probably a little more safe to, <laughs> I mean, obviously we are very happy here at Miami that you chose to swim as well. That's awesome. So let's talk about uh, your recruiting process with Miami, as far as that goes. And just like your whole like recruiting process from the swimming side. Yeah. I think that, I mean, I think I went into it with kind of an interesting attitude because I wasn't even sure if I wanted to swim in college, but mm -hmm. I think by the time I, Miami was one of the last schools I looked at, so I was pretty set on swimming by then, and when I reached out to the coaches, I wasn't sure, like, how it would be received because coming in, my times weren't that great, um, so I was, I wasn't sure, like, how, whether to even, like, expect a response from the coaches or how they would treat me, and I think that's why it, like most of the reason I ended up choosing Miami is just because the coaches were so enthusiastic and like when I explained the ways I thought I could grow or like where I thought I had potential I really felt them like investing in me and thinking about all four years so like that and then I so I was ended up like coming down to between Akron and Miami which was kind of tense because I practiced at Akron every day mm -hmm. so the coach there like would always like, corner me and ask me about it but yeah, it, I mean, I went on a recruiting trip here and I saw, like I stayed with Madison Hohen and I um, talked to Kaylee Cannon a lot and I was like, these are the nicest girls I've ever met and the town's gorgeous. It's like a little mini like practice city. So mm -hmm. I just thought it was super cool. That's actually a really good way to phrase Oxford as like a practice city. I've never, I've never heard that before, but yeah, no, it's definitely, I mean, you know, it's not big city, right? It's not Nashville or Chicago, but it's not like super small either. So I know I, I like that term. I'm going to use that in all calls now. So thank you for that. Of course. <laughs> awesome. So chose Miami. You know, you came here, new student orientation. We you know something that we do here with our team is that we have you guys all come the same weekend. So prior to that weekend with you all coming here, did you have like a, you know, a group chat, like a Snapchat group with your class? Like, how, like did you know people in the class like prior to getting to Miami? I had um, Alex Canuti, who ended up committing to, was on my recruiting trip. Mm -hmm. So I talked to her a little bit. And then we had a we had a class group me, I remember. And then we made a class Snapchat, which was funny. Like, looking back, like, the way that we all, like, the way that I viewed everyone coming in is so different than how I see them now. But, yeah. <laughs> That's fair, though. It, it's amazing how people change over the time of college for, for, for good here, as far as that goes. Awesome. So then, you know, you got here in the fall, obviously something is going on, but also, and maybe more importantly, academics, right? Big part of what Miami is with the, you know, public Ivy school and you chose business economics as your major. So like walk us through that. I mean, that's kind of not unique, but I've never heard those two really be combined into one major. So like walk, yeah, walk us through that whole like major yeah, it was kind of random, honestly. I knew that. <laughs> I just didn't know what I wanted to do, so 
I, and like, that's what I came in with. So I haven't switched at all. But they told me on my recruiting trip that if I wanted to be in the business school or I thought I even might want to be in the business school that I should apply like when I was applying to the school because it's easier to get in. Mm -hmm. So I just chose it because it had like the word business in front of it. So I knew that was in the business school. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I took my first like econ class my freshman year. It was like intro to micro. And like I, I wasn't super big on the other business classes I'd taken just because it wasn't like my strength. A lot of it's like quick math and like I don't like professionalism, which are things that I like wasn't super comfortable with. Mm-hmm. But my first econ class, it was like all the elements of math that I love. Like it's like graphing and like slow math and like calc based. Um, and like it was like a lot of writing, which I really like. And then I realized slowly. So I also have a sustainability co-major. Mm-hmm. And I realized that like the two of those things, like economics and sustainability go really well together. So it's kind of been cool to like play around with that. And then this past semester I took environmental economics, which was like so cool to me because it was like seeing how they play together. But yeah, I like I truly like my favorite part about my day is going to my economics classes. Like I just think that I like really found the right fit for me. So it worked out. <laughs> no, I mean super lucky for you to found the major that you from day one were like, this is it, this is what I want to do. And let that fly. I mean, you've had teammates and, you know, we've all gone to college with people that have changed their majors more than once. Yeah. But you've had the same major throughout as far as that goes. So with business economics, I I just, I'm not familiar with that market at all. Like, how does it look for like applying for internships? Like, have you gone through that process yet for this upcoming summer? Yeah, it's interesting because I think that a lot of like most of the other business majors pretty much like evenly line up with the position that you go into like finance you get a finance job um accounting get an accounting job for econ it can kind of mix up and i think that a lot of so there's like general economics and then there's business economics in farmer and a lot of the business economics students end up doing like finance type roles so i've looked at some of those but that's I think that's like not the side of economics that I really want to work in. I'm more interested in like policy type things and government. And I think that really plays into like sustainability and like the environment. So, I mean, I've applied for some finance jobs, but I'm more interested in trying to do like economic research or um, like more government type work. Okay. So then along the lines of like economic research, like what are like really big companies that like our household companies that have those kind of jobs? Um, a lot of what I've looked at is like the Federal Reserve has like a lot of like economists there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a lot of like economic consulting firms that have like, it's, there's um, like some are super cool, have like government clients and they do like mm-hmm. research for them, like based on statistics or like to see if this policy would be helpful for the environment or for like social concerns. So yeah, it's like a mix of private and public sector. Okay. No, I mean, that's, that's cool that you have the mix of both, you know, the public and private sector as you just said i know most people either go one way or another but it's nice that you have both yeah figure out what you want to do as far as that goes so now we're going to go back in the water and speaking of actually both you know you kind of you know you train stroke and you train style which you know a lot of our athletes really train in like one group but i feel like you kind of train in multiple groups like how does that go for you on a day-to-day basis like do you enjoy like being with different you know people on different days and different coaches on different days yeah I definitely love mixing it up I think that like for my freshman year I've changed groups a ton because I came in just training um 
I was in breaststroke for stroke and then I was in 2IM and then last year I was in breaststroke and then I did like pace freestyle and now I'm doing like stroke and then I do pace like sprinty freestyle um but I love like some days I have you some days I have Zach some days I have Holly and then my freshman year I had all Jake but I think it's really good for me I'm definitely more enjoy like the pace or sprinty or practices just because that's what I'm like I tend to be better at that on a day-to-day basis and I feel like I'm pretty high energy so I do well with like getting time on the wall and like hyping myself up but at the same time I know that I'm an athlete that also needs like sometimes I just need to grind it out like I need to get some yardage in I need those tough practices Mm -hmm. so as much as I don't enjoy my um, endurance stroke days with Holly I think they're good for me and I like like that I always have different people next to me and I feel like I'm close with people from like all different groups on the team. So that's cool. Yeah. I, like I, said, I think it's just really cool that you, you train with athletes like, you know, Camila and Nicole that might maybe a little more upper distance. And then you have people like Peyton and Ashlyn that you train with as well. Low yeah. upper distance. That's just this the array of what you're able to train with is really cool. And I'm excited to see what happens, you know, in the next couple months, as far as that goes with your training and seeing it all pay off and meets coming down the stretch. will be. Yeah. Hopefully. Fun. It'll be fun. Uh, so, you know, junior year, we're halfway through. We're actually 10 or 11 weeks out from max. But uh, so what are some highlights of your first, let's call it two and a half years on the team so far? This could be, you know, inside the water, outside the water with the team, anything you can think of that you've enjoyed. Yeah, I think that as far as like the women's team goes, it's been amazing watching. Like I've always said this, the transformation um, of just like energy levels and the way that we've grown together as a team over the past two years. Um, like my freshman year, Max, we definitely didn't have our best meet. And I think that we realized afterwards that we didn't necessarily have the energy going into the meet that we should have. And we kind of got nervous. Um, and I think that last year at Max, we had like a total reversal of that. I mean, we went in, like, it was one of the most fun meets of my life. We went in with our like Burger King crowns every day. We were the team with a speaker. We were the ones that were having the most fun and we were like we had some like blow away performances at a meet that wasn't necessarily the fastest max ever so that was super cool to see and i mean that kind of lines up with buffalo last year um like the girls team barely beat buffalo in our dual meet mm-hmm. and i've just never seen that kind of hype come out of a women's team before like we were just on a roll like every single event everyone was just screaming like everyone was going like taper suited times it was just like it was awesome to see that. So those would be like two big swimming highlights. Other than that, I think like, I've always loved J-Term and training trip, even though they're like grind time. Like my freshman year, J-Term, our class got so close because we would watch those like Black Mirror episodes, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. sketchy, like creepy. <laughs> we'd all gather in our like study rooms and then like scare each other and hang out all night. So that was like, definitely like I look back with, at that time with like so much fond memories. And then like training trip, I don't know. It's just like the whole team's together. We're there to work hard, get some sun. Always a good time. <laughs> that's fair, that's fair, you know, and obviously fingers crossed that we can do a training trip for your senior year. Yeah. <laughs> be awesome, that'd be awesome. But I two follow-up questions to your highlights. Uh, the first one is, I think, I believe there's a woman's team tradition with like spirit pants or something along those lines. Like, Right, then like Molly, like Molly, like happened, and like, <laughs> yeah. Well, Molly, okay, so she always had Molly Zilch, who graduated last year, always had this like golden robe that her grandpa gave her, mm-hmm. and then a Wendy wig. 
And so the girl seemed like always puts on like weird outfits or like hats and stuff when we're walking to Max. And Molly was kind of the queen of that. So this year when she graduated, she handed down her Wendy wig to Shuni and then her golden robe to me. So we'll be sporting those at Max this year. <laughs> okay. All right. The robe and wig. I don't know why I thought spirit pants, but that must be from my high school days. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. And then what is your favorite Black Mirror episode? There's a really creepy one about um, just like technology and rating people and there's like casts and mm-hmm. it, like totally. I mean, I feel like I'm not super sucked into the technology trap all the time, but it makes you realize like society, like it's just the way that we judge people is so weird. <laughs> yes, it is. That's true. That's true. Awesome. So then uh, what are you looking forward to? for like this year with Max and everything, with you know all the craziness going on, and then what are some goals of yours for you know senior year, both the team and for yourself? Um, I think that, I think it'll be so interesting to see how, like our season's never been structured this way before. This is longer than our season's ever been. I think the taper's gonna turn out differently, which is kind of exciting just to like see what happens. Mm-hmm. But I think we have pretty clear like, overall team goals for the women's team and the men's team the women's team wants to get like top three preferably second and the men's team wants to win which I mean for the women's team we've become fourth like both of my years here and I'm so over it so like I just think that we had that right attitude to come in the top three last year and we just like needed another year to keep growing so I think that to see that actually play out in us you know, actually show improvement would be awesome. And for the men's team, I mean, my freshman year when the guys won home, which our meet this year's home, it was like the coolest weekend ever, like just seeing how excited all the guys got. Um, and for the seniors to like finish off with a second ring would be totally awesome. So those are like big team goals. Um, personally, I like, I'd like to score at max. I haven't I've contributed with spirit and energy in the past, and this year I'd like to contribute with fast swims. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. I mean, that's that's an awesome goal to have, and, you know, I like how you, like, want to score, but you're not necessarily setting up a bar as far as that goes. I think that's nice. You know, just, you just want to get your hand on the wall in a fast time, and that's that's exciting, and that's a good mentality to have going in into a meet like that. And, you know, the nice thing this year, I think, for the women's team, at least, is that you guys have swamped, you know, you've been to this pool before. You know, last year we went to Eastern, which is nice. And just from the commute itself, going from, you know, we're going to be a four-hour drive as opposed to the 10-hour drive to Buffalo. Uh, so that that's awesome. That's, that's, that'll, be, that'll be good for sure. Well, awesome. Uh, so no, now to uh, the rapid fire questions, you know, favorite part of the show. Are you, uh, are you ready to go? I'm so ready. <laughs> awesome. So favorite homemade meal that like your mom or grandmother would make in Jamaica? <laughs> uh, rice and peas. It's like a coconut. It's like red beans. Uh, and you like stew them for ages in coconut milk and some scotch bonnet peppers, which are like my favorite Jamaican peppers. It's like a side dish, but I eat it as a main dish. It's my favorite. <laughs> Okay. Aren't scotch bonnet peppers typically pretty hot? Yeah, they're like a branch of habanero peppers. So they're pretty hot. Oh. They're like really sweet too, though. They have a really good flavor. So I, I know you're, you take the like hotness level of like food to a whole other level as opposed to most people on the team. Yeah. 
some people don't seem to think ketchup is too spicy. So it's all <laughs> here, like what you say is, is spicy and what some others say as well. So now that's interesting. That's cool. Uh, what was your favorite Halloween costume you ever had? I was a skunk for like three years <laughs> when I was a kid. I don't know why. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> okay, a skunk. Yeah. All right, that works. That works. <laughs> uh, who was the best dancer on the team? Girl or guy? You could do both, a guy and a girl. I would have, okay, I would have given it to Nikola just because he had so much passion for it. Mm -hmm. um, as far as girls go, Camille is a really good dancer. Okay. Ever, she's just like naturally so talented and coordinated. I gotta give it to her. That's good to know. Good to know. Uh, favorite place to eat in Oxford? Uh, Skippers. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, that's fair. I know all the Chicago kids love it. Let's get I love the, it's the Mac bites. I could, I like sometimes can order like six Mac bites in one day. <laughs> all right. I mean, I've never had it, but I've heard it's really good. So good. That goes. Um, would you rather be an NCAA champion or hold a world record? I want to hold a world record. <laughs> that's fair. Is there a certain event that you want that record in? Well, there's a, my like, icon Ali Atkinson's like the best swimmer in Jamaica mm -hmm. and she has the short course meters 100 breast world record which is crazy because like after her she's by far the best swimmer in Jamaica she's like 32 and then after her it's kind of like a few college swimmers like me um yeah. so I mean I don't want to take it from her but like that's why I said like to have a world record because I've always looked after her so much that's cool that you have like a role model that you've you know competed with that has those titles that's awesome that's awesome. Uh, what is your go-to hype-up song? Um, it's got to be Temperature by Sean Paul. Okay. <laughs> all right. Wow. That is, that is all, it's all older, right? I mean, that song came out in like the early 2010s. So that's just, it's funny to hear you say that. Yeah, it's kind of my theme song. I like made it my mission to learn all the words, like even his fast, like patois rap. Mm -hmm. so. I like to perform that. <laughs> Temperature bash. Okay. No, I like it. I like it. Uh, and then, you know, last but not least, uh, you know, typical Saturday morning for practice, you walk in, uh, which would you rather do, 850s or 6-1s? I've only done 6-1s once ever, but 850s, I want to say, just because I, I already die on 850s. Like, I just don't see myself making it through 6-1s without vomiting. <laughs> No, I mean six ones is definitely uh definitely Upset. challenging for sure. But, but I mean yeah. three rounds three rounds of eight fifties might is definitely worse than one round of six ones. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I feel like once we get into two rounds of six ones and it starts getting little Yeah, that's that's the worst I think it could possibly be. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to know. That's good. Well awesome. Awesome. Well, Bree, thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to, you know, to do this. It's been Awesome chatting with you, and obviously, you know, good luck the rest of the season, and we'll be seeing you on deck pretty soon. Thank you. I had a great time. Thank you. <laughs>